step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are your household bills out of control, leaving you feeling powerless? At Bonkers.ie, we believe it's time for you to feel the power of real savings. We're committed to getting you the best deal on your energy, your mortgage, broadband, home and car insurance. Bonkers.ie will cut through all the red tape, saving you time, hassle and money. Take back control and feel the power of real savings with Bonkers.ie. Bonkers Money Limited Trading as Bonkers.ie is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Happy Halloween time. I'm Roz Hernandez. I'm a comedian and the host of the paranormal comedy podcast, Ghosted by Roz Hernandez, produced by Starburns Audio. On my podcast, I talk to famous people, comedians, experts, and listeners about all things paranormal. We're talking Ouija boards, poltergeists, aliens, psychics, demons, Bigfoots, and of course, ghosts. My podcast is weekly all year long and i've got over three years of episodes currently available for all your spooky needs recent guests include Patton oswald but it felt like the minute i walked away from the monitors and i couldn't see anything that's when the ghost started moving around naomi ek paragon a ghost isn't like somebody it's not like a return it's like somebody who was like mm, i don't feel like leaving and chris colfer whatever it was slowly just disappeared and that's when I knew, oh, that that was a uh, that was not a person. Subscribe to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get podcasts. New sponsor this week, you guys. And let me ask you a question. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com. For a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. (laughs) When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Yeah, who needs free stuff off the internet? These are three. You know they're going to be better when they're DVDs. They're not going to be free crap that they cut the ending out. Everybody wants to see the ending. You're also going to get a free gift so sensual we can't even mention on the radio. I'm going to tell you right now, that's nice. That's very nice. And to top that all off, they're even throwing in free shipping on your entire order. And so... I'm going to be honest with you. That's a pretty good deal. Check out adamneve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type CF for the offer code upon checkout. CF for Crab Feast. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, 
and free shipping. Just use offer code CF at adamandeve.com. And I'll tell you this right now. You may be hesitant, but you bring something out in the, in the bedroom and your girl's going to spice it up. Why? Because you spiced it up. Spice it up, boys. Spice it up. You need to be in shape, man. If you're going to get these Adam and Eve uh, toys, you got to be in shape in the bedroom. And do, what, do I have something to help you? Yes, I do. <laughs> You've seen pro athletes wearing these bracelets. Now, Flexport has to put their negative ion technology into a lightweight, stylish, and waterproof digital watch. You can get busy, check the time, and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. If you don't already know, negative ions are scientifically proven to boost strength, balance, and endurance. So whether you're already in shape and want to improve your fitness or need that extra boost to get started, the Flex Sport Watch is for you. It's only twelve ninety five. It comes in four colors: red, They're white, black. Twelve ninety five now. What? Huh? Twelve ninety five? Because you said something. They dropped. It. <laughs> Damn right. That's the Jay Larson twelve ninety five right there from the Crab Feast. It comes in four colors: red, white, black, or pink. Go to thecrabfeast.com, click the link, or go directly to flexsportwatch.com and get yours ordered today. You're listening to The Crab Feast with Ryan Sickler and Jay Larson from the Fake Mustache Studios. I'm going to tell you a story. It's the joy. Oh, yeah. We're back at The Crab Feast, y'all. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. You know who's sitting here with me right now. I got Jay Larson right here with me. Yo, feast is what up. That's my R&B. What up, yo. If uh, I could do R and B, yeah, I was gonna. You say. You think I should take that out on the road? I think you should definitely I'll get not Carl take D, that out on the road. Carl D and Dow Wright. Dow Wright, Dow Wright will be our our hype man. The podiatrist, <laughs> yeah, the podiatrist. Uh, and who is our guest today, Jay Lars? We are welcome to the Crab Feast, the one, the only, Mister Josh Adamars. Josh yeah! Adamars, welcome to the Crab Feast. The jam you. is here, y'all. <laughs> the jam is at the Feast de la Crab, as he said a while back. Finally in the house. Finally, Finally in studio. In the studio. In yeah. studio. In the it's fake mas- mustache time. studios. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to finally be here. So guys. welcome to the Crab Feast. I'm very happy to be here with my Lacroix, man. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Lacroix. Proud sponsor. <laughs> proud of the crab sponsor feast. for something refreshing <laughs> but low in calories, Lacroix. I just enjoy the bubbles, man. I love the bubbles. Uh, where can the listeners follow you on Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at joshadammyers.com. Last name spelled M-E-Y-E-R-S. Um, yeah, oh, like Josh the lemon. Adam, like, yeah, man. So at joshadammyers and joshadammyers.com. That's it. Do you have any uh, upcoming dates, road appearances you'd like to promote? Uh, I mean, in July, I'm on. Uh, I'm in the Irvine Improv, 8 and 10, uh, July 21st. Uh, for the people out there in Irvine, and then... Um, that's about it right now. I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff, but that's all I really can put set in stone. Okay. Well, this is going to come out in August, so we'll cut that, Eric. <laughs> 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 also, you don't uh, have to just be in Irvine. You can be anywhere in Orange County and drive up. Actually, it's, it's August January. 21st. Is it? August 21st. Okay, so I actually September. fucked that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. August 21st, go see Josh Adam Myers at the Irvine Improv if you're in Orange County. We had a nice little turnout down there. Some people are listening down there. Uh, Jay Larson, where can we find you? As always, Jay Larson Comedy uh, on the Twitter and at jlarsoncomedy.com and uh, at thecrabfeast.com. If you want to always hit us up right there, you can hit the both of us up in that location for both of us. But if you want Ryan individually, you should go to... Ryan Sickler on Twitter and ryansickler.com. Okay. But yeah, you know, if you ever have any questions about anything, Crab Feast, I'm sorry, thecrabfeast.com. And our email is crabfeastpodcast at gmail.com. You know, we should probably just get a crab, the crabfeast.com email address. You know what I mean? Like we'll see j at 
the crap. No, it is available. It comes with your website. Oh, oh, email. I'm thinking of another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see what you're saying. Oh, right, right. Now we don't need that. Uh, you know why? We're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. You know we is on Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher.com backslash Crab Feast. And you know where we really love is oh. our iTunes page, man. I laughed, so we had a shout-out for South Korea. South, South Korea. Korea. That's beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, keep showing the page some love. It helps us tremendously. Tell everybody you know. Just go into every Apple store and subscribe to the podcast. Every time you're at your friend's house, get their shit and just subscribe to our shit. Don't tell them. We don't care. And don't do it for us. Do it for my mother-in-law who's like, I just don't think it's a successful podcast because the reviews are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is saying, fuck the crap. I mean, it's pretty aggressive. (laughs) Oh, It gives me pure joy when I read that stuff. Pure joy. So uh, Josh Adam Myers in the house today, and uh, we first met at the Improv doing comedy. Yes, we did. You heard me say something about being from Maryland, and uh, and then I jumped right on it, man. Yeah. That's, now, are just, you from Maryland? Yeah, or? I'm from I'm from a little town called Germantown, Maryland. Germantown, what's Germantown. up in the house? in the house, y'all. Yeah, it's like uh, 30 minutes away from Baltimore, but then I moved to Baltimore when I was about eight. And lived in Baltimore for the rest. So, is there anything German about Germantown? Uh, there's you a, there's, did the opposite. We moved out. When there's we a Wiener Schnitzel there. Shut <laughs> up! I swear to God, man. I used to get high behind it a long, long time ago. When Not I was, even br- when, when you I were was eight. 12, that was the first place I ever smoked pot. Was behind the Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, at eight. No, no, no. At when I was like thirteen. Oh, you took a trip back to Germantown. Yeah, well, I had okay. friends and stuff that I grew up with, so I'd always constantly be going back. Now, did you also spend time in D.C. as well, or are you just Baltimore and Germantown? Uh, I was a raver, so I spent a lot of time in in D.C. at the clubs. But you never lived there. No, nah, not at all. Okay, all I had right. a couple of girls I messed around with there. That was about it. Yeah, so we got some Baltimore love in the house, mm-hmm. and uh, you you had told me a story I wanted you to share with uh, all of us uh, about. You and I were going back and forth about some Baltimore City police stories, and you had one that just uh, I loved, and I want you to share it today, if you don't mind. All right. Um, I, one, I hate birthdays, first and foremost. I never had a good birthday in my life. I don't try to set one up. It's always a piece of shit. Never a good one, huh? Well, I mean, I've had a couple good ones, but even at like my, my surprise party that my ex-girlfriend threw for me, two black comedians beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> At the end of the party, it was like this is so great—a surprise party for myself. And then two guys started fighting. So it's I, like I love how it started out two black comedians. Now it's just two guys. Well, no, but a little I mean, racial I, up I was, front, little <laughs> racial up front. I was—you never had a party at like the roller rink or anything like that. I mean, not that I can remember. Or a McDonald's. I mean, I had a couple. Of I love them. that McDonald's. Be, yeah, was of course, a big that deal would be really, like, yeah. what? Where's your party? It's McDonald's, uh, man. That's where the fuck my party is. We uh, Grimace is going to be there. Grimace <laughs> is going to be there. Hamburglar just confirmed. Just confirmed. <laughs> you thought you were the shit when you had a party. They, and nuggets, then, ain't, nuggets just came out when I had my party. They just came out that year. They, I really do. Does anybody they, know when chicken? And then there were eight other out? families having a birthday <laughs> yeah, party, yeah. and you were like, "What? That's my party section." Back Man, here too. Somebody get their balloon. They bring out the big orange cooler that they like. That orange <laughs> drink comes in that you never have anywhere yeah. else. But that Appetitis shit, you stupid <laughs> bug juice. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> Bug juice, having at camps all around the world. It didn't taste diet and it didn't taste sweet. It was just something That's in between. Disgusting. It was yeah. all just and high was... fructose corn syrup. <laughs> That's all. It they squeezed out bun juice. Some sugar. Uh, and that was back when they had the slides that like were hard plastic. Remember that shit and metal coming down like a Ronald McDonald top, and they can't have it now. It's like ball pits and shit, so people can't. <laughs> 
fuck their skull up yeah. when they climb up a metal slide at the back of a McDonald's. That is a cesspool too. I don't know it what is. who what what parent would let their kid go in that ball in pit. In a ball pit at McDonald's. <laughs> the same parents that just don't want to deal with the kids like, go play in the balls. I'm gonna have a double bacon. Let's man. be honest. The same parents exactly eating letting their kids eat McDonald's <laughs> on a regular oh, basis. Uh, so anyway, you never had a good birthday. All right. So uh I'm I'm at I'm in Towson University. I'm I'm twenty four and I have this. That's birth- right, you went to Towson also. I went to the same school. Very reputable here school. We had the same teacher. Yep, we did. Keith Tishkin, what's going on up there, Mr. Tishkin? Big ups. He's in Atlanta now. Big Mm -hmm. ups to him if he's listening. Um, So on my 24th birthday, 24th birthday, I tried to get everybody together, but uh, everybody sold out. And so it was just a depressing night. So a year later, I had a big group of friends. (laughs) I love that he brushed out. Everyone sold out. Uh, Well, no, everybody didn't sell out, but it was just, it was like a Sunday night. And, you know, everybody, we had, there was an exam or something the next day. And I hadn't really gotten into the full-on Baltimore swing at that point. Like, I, I, because I transferred from school to school to school. And I just I was going to say, 24 and you guys had exams. Something, right? (laughs) This master's was, degree, you got your master's degree? Okay, <laughs> these were equivalency me. tests. All right, they were just equivalency tests. <laughs> it, took, it took me about 10 years to get my college degree, just to let you guys know. Did you but get I, it? I did get it. Oh. Yeah. You got that AA? Yeah, I did. No, I got I got my eye. No, I got a, I'm, I got actually a double major in philosophy and electronic media. And well done, well Thank done. You, we I got a real where? educated uh... from Towson. Well, I went to I went to a diff- couple different schools. So I studied philosophy in Maryland, and then I transferred to Towson because they had a film program. And so I just finished out the philosophy degree as well. Mm-hmm. But and I also dropped out, you know, to travel the world. I dropped out to be in bands. When you I mean, say travel the world, where like where did you go? Uh, when I was 18 years old, I inherited 40 grand uh, from my great uncle and. Um, I gave twenty thousand to my parents to pay off their debt and buy the house back. That's nice. And uh, and then I took the rest of the twenty and I went apeshit. <laughs> I, I never had money before. Where so did just, you go? I went. I went. We started in London. Well, first of all, my first of was, all, can we just dial back to something that I don't want to get skipped over? He sure. goes, you know, I left school and came back to go around the world. Like he was running away from home. He's like, I'm not. I don't need this college. <laughs> right. I got twenty thousand dollars. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> See you guys in two years. I'm rich. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty motherfucking much. Now, I uh, I had a buddy that was in the Air Force, man, and he was like, he was stationed in Europe, and he was like, man, you know, there's so much pussy in Europe that will fuck every American, man. And so I had a friend who uh, was a pot dealer at the time, and I was just like, hey, man, like, blah, 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 you know, we both weren't getting laid that much, we were both 18, so I was like, let's go to Europe. And so we started in London, you know, and just kind of backpacked for eight and a half months. Holy Whoa. shit. the continent, yeah. Wow. I mean, we started in London, we went to France, down to Spain, Spain up to, uh, what, Italy, Italy to Austria, and you just kept making our way back around, and then we spent a month in Amsterdam. Which was the greatest experience of my so life. So when yeah. you say travel the world, you mean Europe. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to Israel in that time too. Okay, okay, okay. And, Dude, that's awesome. Know, which we've learned you Thank can you because you, you are Jewish. Which we've learned. That I did you a free trip. Do, yeah, you did one also. I did oh, you did it. Yeah, Ari and, Shafir and, did it. We learned about it from uh, Ari. And I didn't even want to sign up for it. My sister actually signed me up for it. He said it's the best scam going. It is, man. It's fourteen days, all paid for. Did you stay in the tents and stuff and get laid? You damn right, I did. Yeah, dude, I did. fucked a girl right outside of the Wailing Wall, dude, in <laughs> Jerusalem. In motherfucking Jerusalem. What a stone you we, We're supposed to take notes and put it in the wall that are like, for good luck. And you're I wrote, your please God, <laughs> make sure I didn't get anything from going in raw dog. And I stuck it in the Wailing Wall. 
And I was like, all right. And what's funny is, too, I came back, like, I was not a religious person. And then I came back with all this, like, Jewish hip hop CDs. And, like, all, I mean, I was. No, you just, gotta check this. I was just saying, instead of peace, I was like, shalom, y'all. I was just so utterly Jewish for like four days afterwards and my friends were like dude what the fuck is your deal and I was like alright my bad my bad back I'm to regular <laughs> back to regular yeah back to regular back to regular alright back to the uh, birthday so we, yeah we got you off track back to the birthday alright so I'm 25 now you made me feel like I'm like this retarded person that can't finish school Jay <laughs> hey man I love that you had the will and you kept doing it and you got it I, I, I mean, persevere Jay, I, I, mean, I mean, Jay dropped out or flunked out I flunked out and let me tell you right now that 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 degree doesn't mean shit but it's nice to have. Yeah, it's cool. It's, just, I had to do it for my parents. Like, my parents were like, we don't give a shit what you do with your life. Just get that degree so you always have something to fall back on. And pay off the on. house. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Give us half that money to just inherit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Lord. you know that $40,000 my brother left you? <laughs> we want half that shit. We don't give a fuck what you do with that other 20000 Go travel the world. Go to Europe. Uh, you know what's also funny? You know what I did with a big chunk of the money? Uh, I had never really bought nice clothes, and I bought like twenty fleeces. <laughs> what? Because fleeces, fleeces were, were big in. at the time. I got Nautica, Tommy Hilfiger, Timberland, uh, Ralph Lauren. I had so many goddamn fleeces. I I wore them for like two years, and then then fleeces finally went out of style. You remember the fleece rush? Whoa, 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 whoa. When did this happen? Ninety-seven in Maryland, fleeces were in. I got fleece right. I'm wearing a fleece today. <laughs> <laughs> My headphones are fleece, man. All right, all right. Back to the damn birthday story. We keep derailing here. All right, so uh, twenty-five living in Baltimore. I get a whole bunch of people together. I'm like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to um, Max's on Broadway first in Fells Point. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna go to the Ritz Strip Club. And then probably just end the night there and just go back to my buddy's house and get fucked up. And at the time when I was living in Baltimore at 25, that was when I was really at the height of, uh, of doing cocaine. There's not much to do in Baltimore. The who's everywhere. height? Your height? My height of it. <laughs> <laughs> like the height of it. Like what cocaine it was, like, was at its yeah, highest? 2005 was my 79. You know what I mean? That, that was, was like That was my, my uh, Studio 54 okay. at Max's and Broadway. <laughs> All right. And uh, at the time, I had the best coke dealer in the world. This girl, Jen, she lived on, what was it? Um, I probably wouldn't give specifics. Oh, yeah. She, I've always, <laughs> <laughs> Just in case she's made a career out what of it. You know what I mean? no, well, I don't, you know, we'll find we'll out. We'll leave it alone. So, What made her the best Coke could, dealer? She was always home. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess that's a good deal. Did she always have? She always had. Okay. She was always, she's always home. home to two H's. She All was right. employee of the month. Yeah. Every month at of her, her house. And uh, I call her and I'm like, yo, I want to come by and pick something up for my birthday. And she's like, it's your birthday. Come over. I want to give you a present. So I drive over and she's like, listen, everybody deserves to feel special on the birthday. So here you go. Gives me an eight ball just on the house. Just she's like, here it is. She puts out a whole bunch of lines, not even out of that bag. Gets me high as hell. She's like, if you run out tonight, come back and I will get you more. Like on me, totally on the house. So I'll be home and I have. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So. So uh, we, go, we go to Max's, and there's like 25 people with us, and I'm just handing out everything that I can, and we're getting drunk, we're getting high, and, and then we go to the Ritz, and you know we grab a couple strippers, and two in the morning when the place shuts down, we go back to my buddy's house, and what we used to do is we used to do coke, and then we used to, my friends were like big hip-hop fans, and they put on like a beat maker, and they just put on hip-hop beats, and just be like seven white guys just in a fucking cypher, just rhyming. People bailed on this? 
What do you mean? People, you said your friends were, bailed. No, 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 not on this one. This was oh, that was a year before. This is why he did this. This is why I said this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, right? Because seven white dudes hip hopping. It sounds amazing. Sounds unbelievable. That's what we used to do, man. Every night when we do coke, it helps get fleeces. <laughs> just fleeced out <laughs> hip hop like. I was already out of the fleece period at that point <laughs> I was totally defleeced um, when you said it was the height of cocaine it was also the height of your fleece <laughs> period <laughs> <laughs> I was always cold man I was always cold man <laughs> alright so you guys are laying down some tracks so we're like- <laughs> God, when you say it like that, it just sounds, sounds so like a cool. boy band. Yeah. I think it's a boy band up there getting fucked up wearing tons of fleece, man. Look at him. I can see him. I can just see some like seven white boys doing cocaine and wearing fleece, man. What the fuck? Beat making. Some guy just comes out of the bathroom like, yo, hit the beat machine. I got one. I got one. I got one. That's ridiculous. <laughs> My life. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> We may have lost Ryan. <laughs> we did. <laughs> All right. So uh, seven of us chilling, getting fucked up, spitting rhymes, wearing oh. fleas. <laughs> and and we run out like 3.30 in the morning. And so I called, I called the girl. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. her name. Jen's fine. Jen's fine. All right. Jen. Yeah, there's a lot of Jen's yeah, in this yeah. world. A lot of Jen's so sell I- cocaine and live <laughs> off of Lexington. <laughs> you knew it right. How'd you know the street? You know that girl? What's up, Jen? You used to see her at Kisslings. Bitch got right? my fleece. <laughs> you see her at Kisslings. All right, so I call her up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Head over there. For trip two. For, for trip two, yeah. yeah. This is 3.30 in the morning, trip two. My buddy has to drive me there. She has no parking in front of the house, so he drops me off. Uh, I knock on the door, go inside, and what he was going to do is just drive around the block a couple times, so I called him. And by this point, by the way, I am annihilated. I can barely talk. I can barely stand. Perfect just, time to get more coke. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fading out, man. Yeah. You know, the night is fading away. And uh, so I walk in, and she's like, here you go. Here's another eight ball. She gives me three grams in three separate bags, right? I put it in my left pocket, and I sit on the couch and call my buddy. And at that moment, I suddenly see that there's a couple girls in the house as well. And this other girl's like looking out the front window. She goes, I've never seen that car before. And next thing you know, like 15 cops just break through what? the door, what? through windows. And they, I mean, just a full on SWAT. Assault. Just, it's, it's, it is an assault on precinct <laughs> Jen's house. And I, <laughs> it's just me on the couch. And like, show me your fleet. <laughs> <laughs> Come out with your fleece on, <laughs> Jimmy. We got three guys in here, all in fleece. Yeah, all, bring, fleece. all in fleece. We're gonna need some backup. Tons of fleece, fleece everywhere. Man. Jen just went from best drug dealer of all time to worst drug yeah, dealer of all much. time. Pretty much. So they full on SWAT the fucking place while you're Swat sitting there waiting for your ride. It's, mu- it's seconds away. Seconds away. Oh. I think what he did is he saw the all the cop cars show up and then just bought <laughs> out. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> 
All of a sudden, leaves again. Your birthday's over. It's after midnight. Fuck you, man. So I'm sitting on the couch, and like the main guy comes in wearing the police jacket, and he's like, "All right, everybody." And what so, are they doing? Are they like putting you all on the ground? No, 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 no. It's it's really just it's actually pretty guns pretty, drawn. No, 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 not guns drawn. It's very like they just walked in, like, like Jen pretty, here, like Jen like, here, anyway. Like <laughs> y'all need coke too. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they definitely. So they all did. No, they just they really just strolled in. Like she just let them in. Basically, oh, I mean, I, I can't give you the, the the complete and utter storyline for how they entered the house. All I remember is suddenly sitting on the couch. Ca- I was anyway. hammered, right. man. And suddenly there's just like 10 cops, 10 to 15 cops in there, all wearing police jackets, badges around the neck, pistols on the side. And they're just like, all right, everybody. So this is a raid. Uh, very simply, we're going to search the whole place and we're going to pull each and every one of you guys out individually and talk to you. Oh. Uh, first guy we want to talk to is that guy right there. <laughs> In the gray fleece. Yeah. In the gray nautical you, fleece. In the fleece. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, they pick you of all people. Of all people. And I'm, and I mean. <laughs> Are it, you shitting yourself? I, I mean, I, I, it's just like, it's all, at that moment, that's I start sobering, sobering you up. up. Fuck I yeah, sobered up immediately. Sober you up, yeah. And they, they pull me outside. <laughs> 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 and there's like six cops out there and there's this one black cop talking to me and he's just like, all right, so uh, what are you doing here at 3.30 in the morning? And I immediately, like, because I'm so high on coke, like I can't phrase a sentence. So everything coming out of my mouth sounds like an 18th century gold prospector. I'm just like, well, and I'm just jibber jabbering. I'm like, well, I was over here trying to get laid and I don't really know. And I just, the guy's like, slow down, slow down, slow down. Listen, uh, very simple, man. We're just going to search you. Do you got anything in your pockets? And I'm like, nah, man, I don't have anything in my pockets. And what I do is I thought I'd be slick and, like, put my hands in my pockets to show them I got nothing in there. Uh-huh. And then I was just going to grab a hold of the Coke in my left pocket. Charlie and like, Huff. And Isn't like, that what he did? I was going to say, Negro, this, who did that? Whatever picture on the yeah. mind. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> Try to MLB him. And I'm figuring I'm going to, like, pull my hands out. <laughs> like he's cutting fastballs. He's got cocaine. And I'm figuring I'm going to pull my hands out Like when he's searching me Let go of the coke And like the wind's going to take it away To some Mm -hmm. magical place Right right? Away from How many cops are out there with you There's six But only one of them is really with me The other six is talking to other people At this point This is druggy logic Yeah Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm going to pull it out And he's going to search me I'm going to let go And it's going to fly away And be gone forever Right yeah And Do your win Jay Larson How about some of that And so I, I put my hands in my pocket. I'm like, yeah, man, this I got nothing in here, man. Just a cell phone. You know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever. And I pull my hands out and I let go of that Coke. And that shit dropped like a bag <laughs> of tomatoes. Just bam! Hits the ground. And he's just like, look what we got here. Trying to be slick. And and I, I'm wigging out, man. And I immediately go into white boy mode, which is just cry. And I hope, <laughs> hope that I can get off. And I was like, please, God, man, you can't arrest me, man. Oh, my God. Listen, man, I, I'm in college, man. I'm about to graduate. Like, my mom will kill me. I you was gonna like, graduate? Well, in a couple of years. <laughs> in a couple of years. I'm, no, I'm well, taking was, some equivalency tests. I'm taking some equivalency tests I was graduating. Right in, I was graduating in May <laughs> okay. in 2006. What, what month is this? This is November of 2005. Oh, so, so I'm graduating. Out, but you got that it's fleece on. That, <laughs> you got that fleece on. <laughs> you got that fleece on. <laughs> that fleece. 
Oh Lord! So I start. I start really getting. So what into are you it. on the side? Are they sitting you on the sidewalk? Not yet. Or not yet. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. In the middle of the street. And now there's like three cops around me. Oh, and now the other guys, they put all the other people, the four people, they're sitting on the curb. Yeah. And they're now all the cops directed their attention to me. And like I'm just, I'm just like, come on, man! Like I'm in school. Like I'm about to graduate in May. This is gonna ruin my life, man. I'm just partying on my birthday, man. I do not like want to go to jail. And he stops me. He's like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. What'd you just say right there? I'm like, I'm in school. He goes, no, 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 no. Is it your birthday? And I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday, man. <laughs> He's like, it's really your birthday. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm 25 today. I'm just, you know. And now it's Coke Logic being like, okay, let's work this angle. You know, yeah, exactly. okay. Well, this is an angle to play, man. You know this what is I mean? a good angle. It's a very got. good it's angle. All- Nobody wants to get, nobody's going to like fucking ruin somebody. He, he could probably tell I was just there to get Coke. Right. You know what I mean? They knew. I mean, after it hit the fucking ground, I'm sure he pretty I'm much sure, knew yeah. you were there to get Coke. <laughs> But the thing is, those three bags, man, that equals you had three bags, three on bags, you? which equals distribution. But I was just like, I was trying to buy, you know, just this, and she gave it to me like this, and blah blah blah. And they were like, all right, and they they believed me. I mean, I could tell they were like, but they were like, listen, but you know, by this point, they've got me in handcuffs too. Right. As soon as they saw the coke, they put me in handcuffs. So now I got. It's handcuffs a good move on. by them. Yeah, it's well, I mean, I went to Baltimore for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? So I say it's my birthday, and the guy's like, all right, listen, man, we don't really like arresting people on their birthday, but um. I'm not sure, man. I got to talk to my supervisor over here. So why don't you sit right here, and we'll be right back. And so he goes over. And, and what talk- do you? What is? What are you going through right now? In my head, yeah. I'm like. I'm going to get the fuck off right now. <laughs> and are like, you also thinking, where's that cocaine I dropped in the street over there? Why? Well, <laughs> pretty much. But that, okay. by that point, they had it in their hands. It's gone, dude. Right. That shit's yeah, gone. It's gone. Um, yeah, survival. Yeah, so I, I just want to go home. That's, that's it. You're in that mood where it's just like, all right, I'm sober. And in your head, as, a, right. as, a, as, an, as, you know, as, as an addict, you're like, you know, that's it. I'm never going to do it again. Right, of course, yeah. of course, this is a wake-up this call. Is a wake-up call until next Friday when, right. <laughs> when I'm with my buddies again. <laughs> and... Uh, so I'm sitting there on the curb. They're talking for like two or three minutes. Um, they keep looking back at me, and I'm just like, all right, you know, this is going to be it. They're going to let me go. And the guy walks over, and the other three follow him. And I'm sitting there, and she goes, so listen, you're not lying to me, right? It's really your birthday. And I'm like, yeah, officer, it's my birthday. I just want to go back home and get back to my studies. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, I talked to the guys, and we have something for you. And he turns to those guys and goes, two, three, happy birthday <laughs> to you. And all five cops, like, harmonizing like they're boys to men. Just, they got the love. <laughs> it was just singing me happy birthday as I sat there and cried on the street corner. I started crying. I started weeping like, oh, God. Worst birthday ever. Worst birthday. So did you get arrested? That never happened at McDonald's. Not at all. It got totally let what? go. I got let go. You did get let go. I did get let go. What? How? What did? The, what? At what point did they end up being like, "All right, we're gonna let your ass go"? Right One, there. One, I think they for, you and humiliated uh, you. Well, they didn't arrest anybody. Surprise. They didn't even arrest the girl. What they did was they really? took they took her. They had this huge little. She had one of those like lock boxes, mm-hmm. and they just had two of those. And they're like, "All right, guys, we're good. We can get out of here." And they had her two lock boxes, and they just balled out, and they let all of us go. Wow. And then actually, somebody actually hid cocaine. Uh, like somewhere on their body, and then when the cops left, we actually partied there. And then Jesus I walked, and I just Christ. took a cab home. Jesus, went to class the next day, got back to my studies, and got that double ma- double uh, double major degree, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I mean, See? cocaine. I'd, the only time I've ever had like an interaction with police like that was one time I was driving and I was at an intersection. I'm just sitting there. I'm like one car in front of me, and all of a sudden, 
out of nowhere. Like a cop pulled up behind, one came from the side, and they all got out with shotguns. They're like, get out of the car! Get out of the car! I'm like, what the fuck is happening? They're like, hands on the steering wheel, down on the car! And the hand on the steering wheel, they're like, get out, face down! Stone them, where I grew up. Face down! Face down on the street! And I get down, and they're like, they check the car, like, sorry, man, wrong car, wrong car. You're like, like oh, say what? Shit. <laughs> you shit yourself. <laughs> You're just so scared. Brutality. <laughs> I had actually one time, um, I mean, nothing like that at all by any means, but I was uh, I was taking my car to a mechanic in, in uh, it was in Eldersburg where I went to school, high school, lived for a while, and um, dropped my car off at the mechanic. It was after hours and they had a, like a key, you know, the key drop. You put your just key in the yeah. door. Well, they were like, drop your key here. Well, there was no, there was no fucking, it was two doors and the, this one was locked. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't get to the one that actually had the drop. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And a friend of mine had taken me. Uh, so I walk around to the front, which is right on Liberty Road. It's a main road, you know, tons of traffic. And it's only like eight o'clock at night. It's not crazy late. And uh, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just slide them under this garage door here, and then they'll see them when they come in. So I lay on the ground, and as I'm getting ready to slide (laughs) the keys under, I just see these lights, bam, abruptly stop. And I say to my friend, like, what the hell is that? And I hear this, freeze! I'm like, what the fuck's that? He's like, show me your hands! I'm like, my hand's under this garage right now! And, And I let the key go, and I get up, and there's a fucking cop with his gun drawn, and he thinks we're breaking into the place and i'm like no no no, you don't understand he fucking slowly gets both of us up you know sprawled against the thing he's got his gun on us he just starts asking us a bunch of questions i'm like just here trying to get my brakes worked on they're not here that door's locked i was sliding my key under not even anything pete this is back in the day too because there's a pizza hut right next to it that remember when people used to go to pizza hut and actually eat at pizza hut remember that shit i still do birthday party there too man (laughs) we go to papa gino's but whatever but same same thing. When people used to go sit at a pizza place and eat it, instead I'd just have it delivered. And the entire Pizza Hut sees it, and they just file out. <laughs> and some of them go to school with us and stuff. And like, is Brian Sickler okay? <laughs> like, just, just try to drive my car off, man. It's a Toyota. I just need some fucking brakes, man. That's out of control. Oh, Lord. That's the only time I've ever had that kind of interaction. I mean, I've never. We told the cop story with me and you, and then I got out of cops, but never like dudes gun drawn. That's always intense. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me. I thought it was unnecessary too, which I I absolutely said to him once he figured it out. I was like, "That's really, really unnecessary." I did have one time when I used to, this house I lived at in Venice with my roommate, and I was in there, and I had my girlfriend over at the time, and he had his girlfriend over, and he just came in, and he comes, in, he's like, "Hey man, can I talk to you in the room for a second? I'm like, "Yeah," he goes, "Uh." You want to come look out the side window for a sec? And I was like, okay. And we had a house. You know, we look out the side window, and there's eight dudes with bandanas over their face and machine guns. What? Yeah. You know, gang members. Yeah. I, okay. I figured they weren't Christians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they were. But they're like cut. up against your place. Not against ours. Like the the there was an apartment building next door, and they were all lined up against there. Do they fucking? Are you scared they're going to see you looking? <laughs> well, here's the deal. I guess my roommate had pulled up, and he's just sitting waiting for his girl to come over. And while he's waiting there, two dudes like step in front of his car, didn't know he was in it, and they're both with machine guns and bandanas, and they're just staring at him. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And then they went next door to us. So then he came in. He told me, and I guess what had happened is. In our neighborhood, there were a bunch of gang members, and some dude just got out of jail, and he was getting out, and these guys knew he was getting out, so they were there because they wanted to fucking, you know, whatever. And so I'm sitting there, and then, so we kind of have to tell our girls, we're like, yeah, hey, uh, so here's the deal. We got this, uh, 
little situation next door, and this was when I was dating the the girl who's a little off her rocker, and she's just goes to the kitchen, grabs a butcher knife, and she's like, I will fuck them up. I will, will like, put the fucking knife <laughs> away. Jesus. Okay? Oh, some crazy woman, yeah. I would throw her out for <laughs> yeah. truth, yeah. though. Like, we'll give you her. <laughs> we'll give you her. <laughs> Let it go. Machine guns. Machine well, so what guns. happened? They ever, you, Nothing. We, like, watched the situation for a You didn't a hear any gunfire or anything? No. I mean, we had in that neighborhood a bunch of times, but not this time. And they just, like, they went up the stairs and then down, and then they were gone from our side. You know, who knows what was going on, but we were like, ugh. We called the cops. Fuck yeah. The cops. They were like, where you at? We're like, uh, San Juan. Like, fuck like, that. <laughs> Good guys, though. Got a car wash every other Sunday. <laughs> Is that a bad neighborhood? I mean, like, was a terrible one of the best times I ever had in that neighborhood, I was walking home Mother's Day. I bartended, and I was wearing a pink shirt and a pink tie. Okay, and I come home, and there were like a couple girls that used to hang out with this crew, you know, and they loved me, and they're all smoking joints out front of the, like someone's Escalade. So like, Jay, come smoke. I'm like, all right. So we're getting high. All the like, everyone from the neighborhood's families are there, and this like big, big black woman who's like one of the mothers. She's like, what y'all doing? <laughs> she's like, you smoking weed? And like, nah. She's like. Let me hit that. She comes over. <laughs> we get some of that. She takes a couple tugs. I mean, they were like dope with. If you lived in the neighborhood, they were cool with you. But there were like people that would come into the neighborhood that was just not cool. But- sure. I got shot at uh, in a good neighborhood here in Los Angeles. Uh, probably a year after I started living here, I got shot at by in a gang initiation, random gang initiation on Beachwood. What Up Franklin? The hill there? Franklin yeah. and Beachwood. Remember? Do you ever go to my spot when I lived? Uh, like a couple, like maybe like a couple hundred yards up from Franklin on Beachwood, no, like right by. That's where I told the cop to roll his window down. He said it is down. That yeah. same spot, right on the crest. Like I mean, this is probably like crest. one of the nicest, safest neighborhoods. It's all actors and it's like leads up to the Hollywood sign. Very much like yeah. just right up the street. I got back from a show. I did a show on Knoxnard, and I'm driving. Uh, and I get home, and I go to buy cigarettes at three in the morning. And I put my headphones on so I listen to some music, walk down to the 76 gas station, go to buy some cigarettes. And as I'm walking back up the hill, there's this car parked there and they say something to me, but I had no idea what they said. Because it's like, you know, it's three in the morning. It's some random car. I'm not going to stop and just like, I'm in in like that. What? Yeah, exactly. You guys need help? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, fuck y'all, man. They could be serial killers, (laughs) Buffalo Bill. Like, you know, you better sign Or gang members. Yeah. Or gang members. So I walk another hundred feet up the street. Um... And suddenly that car pulls up maybe like 12 feet, 13 feet away from me. The window rolls down and it's a fucking cholo. Bald head, goatee, wife beater, you know, sunglasses at fucking three in the morning on. And he pulls a gun and he says something to me. But like, I don't know what he's saying because I got music playing in my headphones, which I assume is something like, you know, break yourself, motherfucker. (laughs) You know what I mean? Riverside, motherfucker. The body of a canyon, man. (laughs) (laughs) Runyon, motherfucker. Runyon. So he says something, and I don't even know what to do. Because I mean, I've had a gun pulled on me before. You're walking? I'm walking, and I've had a gun pulled on me before, but like, I don't know what to do. So I literally put my hand out like I'm Neo from the Matrix. Like, if it hits me, that's going to stop the bullet yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's like, ooh, ooh. And then, he, then I, just, I just immediately think, all right, run. Like, Why is that hole in your hand? Oh, because I put it up right before the bullet went in my face. <laughs> yeah, right. And say, at least just chip my tooth. Yeah. But I mean, at least I'm good. At least I got my smile. So I put my hand up and then I see the guy and I'm just like, fucking, I just take off. And as soon as I go to run, I see a big flash and I can hear that pop, man. And the bullet just whizzed right by my head. What? Probably missed my, my head by about four feet. And then the car took off. I went and hid in the laundry room. Fuck. All right. 
And Are you scared they're going to get out? No, 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 no. I, ran, I mean, I ran, dude. Yeah. I ran. I jumped over like three fences. And but by the time I got back there, the cops were there and everything. And when I talked to them, they were like, "Well, it's probably a gang initiation. Like you, you were know, the dude that he they, needed to kill. He just had to, to kill somebody randomly, Fuck. dude. And, How but, dumb can gangs get? But, Fuck. But here, here is the fun, the two funny things about this story. No bullshit. The car they were driving in was a Prius. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> swear to God. I swear well, on my dad's grave. they probably just so, stole it from some chick up the street. Yeah. Exactly. Her, or they're like, yeah. you steal a car, you rape a chick, and then you and get a kill. And it's got to be a Prius. It's got to be a Prius if you want to get in this gang. <laughs> or they're like environmentally safe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they shot. how much gas costs, man? They shot. all the way from like maybe. They shot, got out, and recycled the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> they got the shells. Um but no bullshit. And this is the funniest thing. While all that was going down in my headphones, while this guy's got a gun on me. Yeah, what's the soundtrack? Coldplay. <laughs> yes. What song? So, like, when you try your best, <laughs> if you don't succeed. <laughs> I'm shitting. <laughs> He's like, ozone layer, motherfucker. Ozone layer. And I'm just shitting my pants. And it's like, tears stream down your face. And I'm crying and just running. You cry a lot. <laughs> you got a guy shooting bullets at you like it's yeah. over man it's over yeah, gang dude. members want to kill him police want to sing to him it's fucking unbelievable man josh adam myers hilarious <laughs> i uh i got a baltimore police story that you'll kind of appreciate i think uh i um it was winter it was like a february and there was this girl that i was friends with i went to high school with her i'm in college at the time and um I liked her. She was super cute and I always wanted to hook up with her, but we were always friends. I never pushed it because she was super cool. So she breaks up with her boyfriend. She calls me up. And she's like, hey, I got a work party tonight downtown. It's free booze, open bar. You want to be my date? And I was like, yeah, sounds like a good time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So she's like, I'll pick you up. So she picks me up, and we get in her car. And at the time, she had a Saturn. And as soon as we got in, I sat in the seat, and I was like, oh, your your uh, alternator light's on. She's like, yeah, it's been on for a few days. I'm like, days? And she's like, yeah. She's like, what's that mean? I was like, that means we're going to break down tonight before we get back home. That's what that <laughs> fucking means. And she, I was like, let's just rock it till the wheels fall. We're in. So we go. We head out. We go down 83, the JFX, which mm. is where... And Daryl Wright may have been in in the prison at the time when we went by there. As a matter of fact, that's the that's where you can see it. And um, she's got a bowl with her, and I've got a couple joints. And she's like, you know, so we light up and we get high, and we're having a great time riding by, throwing skittles at Daryl Wright, yeah. and then we get into the city, and we go to her work party, and it's one of those. <laughs> You ever been to those parties where you go, it's, you're like, all right, it's all you can drink. I'm not driving, so I'm going to go ahead and just get fucked up tonight. Yeah. And as soon as we step in the door, this waiter That's comes by. That's every time I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you driving? All right, cool. Uh, this waiter comes by with a tray of drinks, and we just grab two, knock them back, and it's like, what was that? What did we just have? It looked one of those yeah. nights. So we start getting wasted, and uh, then the work party moves to a select group of cool people back to someone's place you know and they're like why don't you all come back here it's gonna be like 10 of us we'll chill 
So we go back to their uh, their place and we start drinking some more. And then she just starts making out with me in front of all her coworkers. And they all know that she broke up with her boyfriend, but she like just broke up with this dude. This chick like, is not Damn. afraid. So I'm all, I'm like, you know, you're in front of all your work people. And she's like, yeah, I know. So we get a little more fucked up. At this point now, we're going to head back to my place. And she's like, um, I'm too drunk to drive. And I stopped drinking. I was smoking for a while. And I'm sober at this point. It's like 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, I'll drive. So I get her wasted back to her Saturn. I start the car. And we drive. And funny, you said Kisslings earlier. So we leave. <laughs> and we break down. Just we go, actually no. We go for one more round in Kisslings. We went there first. We sure. Had, we had beers there. Close it out, and then we get in the car. I start the car. I leave like two blocks from Kisslings, and it dies in this fucking badass neighborhood. Bad neighborhood. I'm like mm-hmm. fuck, and she's passed out at this point in the seat, laid back, passed out, like <laughs> curled up, turned over. I'm like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? And I can't leave this girl in the car by herself, not in this neighborhood, especially, you know. Not in this neighborhood. Not yeah, nice right. neighborhood, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Look, in a nice neighborhood, if it was just residential, I would have left her to go get help. But oh, I'm not leaving. Help. Yeah, 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 just to get help. Not leave her, leave her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where we were at. I'm still trying to get laid at this point. I'm like, nah, this ain't over. Oh, She'll this sober ain't up by the time. Sober up sure, by the time yeah. we up. You got so, the smelling salt? I got some in my tackle box, but it wasn't my car. So uh, I had buddied up with the owner inside, and it was like him and his son, same name, whatever, like, uh, you know. Was that Kissling? Yeah, okay. Kissling. And um, they happened to come up, and, and I'm standing outside the car, like, you need some help? And I'm like, yes, we do need help. They pulled up, as a matter of fact, and it's him and his son and then the guy's wife. And I was like, do you have jumper cables? He's like, I do have jumper cables. And I was like, yes. So they sit with me, and they charge it for like 15 minutes. I tell them, like, look, this thing's straight running on nothing we are dead i just need enough to get me back to where i need to go 20 (laughs) minutes away so i can try to get fucking laid here (laughs) and he charges me up and at this point he's like all right i gotta go man i'm like okay thanks so we start driving off and i mean it's it's dim as shit but we're moving i'm like all right we'll see how far we can get so we get back out we go back past daryl right i'm by myself at this point i'm just yelling Mm -hmm. out by myself so we get all the way back we get to my exit and the exit goes up a hill. We make it. We turn right, and it goes up a big hill, and the mm. car just quits. I mean, oh. our headlights were so low. People were pulling up next to me going, your lights. I'm like, I know, man. I, you don't have no lights idea what's the going problem on. right now, man. <laughs> I, got I, got I got nothing left, man. And a guy ran across the freeway like a, a, a worker, like a, uh, I want to say Caltrans, what? but it's Maryland. Like They were doing something, but they didn't see me because the lights were so fucking low. I almost hit First this guy. First of all, this guy shouldn't be running across the... Well, he was. they were doing something, you know, constructive. He had reflective gear on. He had reflective gear on a hard hat. Uh, All OSHA regulations were there. Uh, OSHA. Uh, OSHA So now the car is dead on the side of the road, and she is passed the fuck out. And it's freezing. I'm like, fuck. But there's a 7-Eleven like 100 yards up a hill. So I lock her in because we are right (laughs) Lock her in. And I tell her. When I fucking come back, you gotta open this door. You she have to up wake by up. Then, right? she, I woke her up okay. to tell her this is what's going on, hoping like fucking hell she would be able to wake back up when I came because I don't want to leave her in an unlocked car. At least she's in there. And I took the keys, but I, I mean, uh, no, I did take the keys. So no, you I, didn't. You're right, I didn't. I told her to fucking. Unlock I love it. that. Like I was hoping the story was right. gonna be like. So I walk oh. away. I forgot to put the emergency brake on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> The story's not done. Didn't leave the windows rolled down, not even a crack. So I go up to the fucking 7-Eleven. <laughs> They've got no jumper cables. No one up there can help me. 
I come back down the car, and you're right. I didn't take the keys, and I'm beating on the glass like, let me in, let me in. And then a cop pulls up. Oh, like, God. Oh, fuck. And it's Baltimore County, please. They're worse than city, man. They always feel like they have because they don't have a. There's no real crime. It's just like <gasps> domestic violence shit. There's no real robberies, no nothing, man. They yeah, man, it's just domestic violence. Just domestic <laughs> shit. Violence. I love that's the only thing. No that's real robbery. There's plenty of fucking robberies yeah, of in course, Baltimore County. You know what Come I mean. on, you go to the county to make those robberies. Yeah, the right. good ones. <laughs> so he's like, "What the hell's going on here?" And he pulls over. I'm like, "Look, I we've been drinking all night. She has. I'm the designated. And at this point, he can tell I'm completely sober. I'm like, I fucking left the keys in here, locked her in." whole deal i'm like can you please help us he's like what do you want me to do i'm like well if i can get her up will you drive us to my place like i can't give you a ride home like that's what we need like my friend has a rollback he can come and get this in the morning (laughs) you know i don't have a at at this point there's there's not cell phones you know i'm in college no cell phones and he did he had a rollback i'm like he can come and get it in the morning i just need to get home we're like two and a half miles from home and it's february and she's wasted and i can't walk with her i can't get her to do anything and he looks in the car with his flashlight and shit and he looks at me he's like all right i'll give you a ride home i'm like yes so we're now he and i are beating on the car i'm like get up get up get she up she won't wake up she finally gets up and she's just groggy as shit and she and i get into the back seat of this police cruiser and i don't know what it was about that car but she popped back up and she looked at me like you fucking know how to party man she's like <laughs> And she's like, she's looking at me. She's like, oh my god, we're in a police car, and and she's not scared. Like you would think, like, oh my god, I blacked out, and I'm in the back of a cop car. She would have cried like you. Oh, she yeah. didn't cry like you. She fucking <laughs> stepped up, like, and she starts talking trash to the cop. And she's like, you know, there's not a lot of room back here for these prisoners. And he's like, man, we really don't care about the prisoners. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, like, shut up, like, you have no idea what I went through to get this ride home. And she like looks at me, and then she shoots a look at my crotch. And I was like, if you're going to be ballsy enough to do this, you can go ahead and fucking do this. So she goes down. She starts unzipping my pants. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Oh, I swear to you. Starts unzipping my pants. I'm like, yes, I'm about to get head in the back of a cop car right now. <laughs> and then I hear this boom, boom. And I like look over her shoulder a little bit, and the, the bowl fell out of her fucking purse. And I was like, get up, get up, get up. And I grabbed the bowl and she slips it in her bra. And I'm like, fuck, you could totally smell it. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Now we're going to be arrested for this. So dude takes us all the way home. We get out. I don't get head in the cop car. Oh. We go in and I wake my brother up and we tell him, yo, he's buck naked on his bed, <laughs> passed out drunk. And I'm like, please just fucking gave us a ride home. So I call my friend to get the car to get the roll back. She then says, why don't you pack a bowl? And I was like, well, give me the bowl and I'll pack it. And she reaches in her bra and it's not the fucking. Oh, like, Lord. oh, shit. So either I'm, and like both of us are like, fuck, he's coming back or your car's getting towed. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Or the next dude that gets in, like a guy like you. Yeah. Like, That's not my bowl, man. That's not my bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's Lord. your bowl, motherfucker. Guy like you. That's definitely your bowl. <laughs> and got laid that night. Ah, after vomiting everything, I was like, bro, nice it was a good night. It was a good night. It would have been a great story. I mean, it was a long story, but I mean, it was a good night. It was a long story. I got arrested in uh, <laughs> in Ocean City, Maryland once. Um, I was walking down the uh, boardwalk, trash, and we're walking. My buddy's with these four girls, and I'm hammered. We drank like a handle you your buddy of Captain Morgan. Well, no, well, my buddy's talking to four chicks. We drank a handle of Captain Morgan, and I was hammered, man. I was done. Like, I just passed out on the sand for a while, woke up, mm-hmm. stumbled up, and Captain found my Morgan, buddy. Dude. 
found my buddy talking to these four girls and he's standing around him trying to set him up to come back to the house and like literally like I stumble up to him look at them just with this fucked up face you know looking at them and just go ladies here's the only thing that matters which one of y'all is gonna be fucking me tonight <laughs> And they're, like, yeah, and they're like, none like he, of us, Like he's Larry Bird in that's a three-point contest. <laughs> yeah, right? That's your line. No, I swear to you. So I'm like, I'm like, which one of y'all is going to be fucking us tonight? And they're like, ew, none of us. And I'm like, fine, fuck this. I don't need this shit. And I start walking down the boardwalk, and I get to, uh, they have all those like t-shirt factories that are up there. And I, uh, I see an I Love Jesus t-shirt. And so I just grab this I Love Jesus t-shirt and just keep walking, right? And those girls see me do that. And they, they go they go up to I guess there's a cop by and they go, That guy just stole something. So I start like taking off down the boardwalk knowing I'm getting chased and the cops run up to me, they grab me and they're like, What do you got there? And I stuffed the t shirt down in my pants, so I got this huge You're bulge. the worst. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Nothing. You're the worst with the evidence. <laughs> you suck with evidence. So I <laughs> So they search me, they find pull it out in your hand all balled up and drop it, and be like, What shirt? <laughs> I, what put it on, I put it on. I put it on. You should have. I should have. <laughs> they're like, so they find it and they're like, oh, what do, you, what do you got here? And I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm a freedom fighter. I'm Jewish. Don't you get it? And they're like, it's an I Love Jesus t shirt. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't see the irony. And then there's like, I banged a girl a bareback at the wall. That's Jerusalem. That hadn't happened yet. That, that's, that's, that would be a, that'd be a foreshadow. What is your version of a freedom fighter, Jay? I don't know. Go ahead. What do you got? He asked me, what's a freedom fighter? What is a freedom fighter for you? I don't know. I thought. I'm Jewish. I love Jesus. You know, one and one you equals two. I don't know, that, man. You fight for freedom. That was what I, dude. I was about hammered. to fight for freedom. With I was the police. Ex- I was handled. I was hammered, dude. I drank a handle. I, I was, was handle. done. Handled. Handled. Yo, man, I got right handled. Now, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was handled. So, so they start putting me into cuffs. Right by this point, like I think I'm only just wearing Umbro shorts, which is Umbros. Yeah, I have yeah. Every time I used to get arrested for some reason, I ever I never had slippers on. No. no no shoes, no shirt, just umbros. And uh, that's umbros are what I tell everybody to go to the strip club and get your lap dance in. Umbros yeah. and no underwear. The I got an umbro sponsor. story. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> so, so they start they start putting me in the cuffs, and I start like cussing at the cops. Like, do you know who my father is? My dad's an orkin man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he kills roaches, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Thinks of arachnids too, man. It just got a new spray. You know, want to crush your thorax? <laughs> get away, motherfucker. So orkin. I'm just like. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, you know who my father is? I've come I'm- by and fuck all your plants up, spray some poison on them, man. <laughs> so I'm I'm going off on the cop. This cop is just he hates me at this point. I'm like, fuck you, man, you fucking bitch. And I mean, they, they, these guys did not sing Happy Birthday, yeah. not at all. So right. I so then right before they put me in the paddy wagon because you know in Ocean City they always have yes. the paddy wagon yeah, park. My, paddy everyone wagon. I know has been arrested, but me in Ocean City. The paddy wagon pulls up, and, and I'm like, yo, man, I got to piss, man. You got me in these handcuffs. You got, I got to piss, and he's like, we'll, we'll pee when you get to jail. So he puts me in a paddy wagon. There's two other guys in there. One of them's awake, and the other guy's passed out, right? And when you get in the paddy That's wagon. That's how you want to go to jail. Yeah. Passed out. And when, <laughs> and when you get in the paddy wagon, they, they move the cuffs from behind your back to up front, right? Because you've got to be able to brace yourself if something happens. And so I'm sitting in there, and I look at the passed out, look at the passed out guy, I look at the guy next to me, I go, man, fuck this shit, dude. I'm just going to pee right in here. Hell so I yeah, stand I'll up, bet. and I start peeing in the paddy wagon. Did and you? then right when I finish, you hear that cop that hated me go, what the fuck? And he opens the door, <laughs> and he's like, who peed in here? And me and the guy that are awake both pointed yeah. at the passed out yeah. guy. Yeah. And they just grabbed him and threw him out. <laughs> and now he's never been seen I again. You said I have to pee. Wait a minute. <laughs> they, just, they just let him go? No, they... <laughs> 
Exactly. That's what they did. They oh, let okay. him go. They beat him probably within an inch of his life and threw him in the bay. And spring, oh, they probably God, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Baltimore beat down. <laughs> They probably got DJ Batman That's to good fucking. Thing. You're lucky that dude fucking did that for you, man. This is. Let me. I'm gonna give you my, my Umbro story. Yeah. <clears throat> so my buddy Rye got married. I don't know, maybe eight years ago now, and he had his wedding at this inn in Andover, Massachusetts. The Andover Inn. You know, it's you know at Phillips Andover Academy. They have the Andover Inn, and like we were all staying there. Nobody else was staying at the inn. I mean, there's I don't know, maybe 25 rooms, and we had like eight of them. You know, for people that were staying there. After the wedding, everything shuts down, and there's, like, the kitchen in the inn somewhere, and me and my buddy Anthony are wasted, and he's like, who wants to go for a mystery mystery walk? And I'm like, I'll go for a fucking mystery walk, bro. We go through, like, the barber shop that was in there that they cut kids' hair. We go into the kitchen, and the freeze is open, and I pull out a five-gallon drum of ice cream, and we're like, dude, should we just take this five-gallon drum of ice cream? He's like, yeah, we're definitely taking that five-gallon drum of ice cream. I'm like, all right. We get, like, a bunch of spoons. Go back to the room where everyone's hanging out. Like all the guys are hanging out with the bridal party. This everyone's hanging out. I walk in. I go. I have eight spoons in my left hand. Anthony, would you like to show everyone what you have? And he comes in with the giant thing of ice cream. Everyone's like, "What's up?" Free ice cream. Right. And the, like free ice cream. And the wedding gifts were like either hot fudge or caramel sauce. So we're like pouring what? in. We're all eating it. Right. Here comes the Umbros. Joe Alberta, good buddy of mine. I don't mind the last name. He knows the story. And uh, he's, you know, he's hilarious. This kid was a really smart kid in high school, went to college, and he just came back not as intelligent. You know what I mean? <laughs> so All them mystery that, walks. That, <laughs> exactly. He's probably a pedophile now, for Christ. That sounds like something you say to a little kid to bring him into the van. Want to come into my mystery oh, van? Mystery walk. <laughs> go on a mystery walk? So we're sitting there, and, and Joe is trying to impress these girls, you know, and at the time, he's got a cigarette in his hand, and he's got a spoonful of ice cream, you know? I'm in the other room because we're about to we're packing up a cooler of booze and we're going to just go throw frisbee around the, the campus, you know? I'm in the other room and all of a sudden I hear my buddy Dave DeGeorge who laughs just like you. He loses it. He's laughing his ass off. And I come in. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why is, it, why is he laughing? Why is everyone laughing? And when Joe had the cigarette in one hand and the spoon in the other, Dave pants them with the, the umbros, but he got his got his boxes at the same time. Oh, he doesn't know shit. any of these chicks, you know what I mean? So he's all out, and, his, and his hands are cigarette occupied. Cigarette ice cream you know I mean? his dick And he's got to make a decision. <laughs> Am I giving up the cigarette right now? Am I giving up the ice cream? So he puts the ice cream in his mouth, pulls up his pants, and, you know, it's epic. And DeGeorge is completely losing it. So we're sitting there, we're getting ready to go out, and I look at DeGeorge, and I go, do you want to get Joe again? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you want to pants him again? He's like, how are we going to do that? I'm like, just follow my lead, okay? And he's like, all right. So Joe comes back from the other room. He's like, all right, we, we, go, we going out now? We ready to go? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Just one second. And he goes like, what? I'm like, I need you to help me move this armoire. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we got to move the armoire real quick. The armoire. And he goes, he's like, he goes, like some employee just fucking told you that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And he goes, why? And I'm like, I don't know, man. We just got to make some. Hey, real quick, before you guys all continue partying, somebody move that armoire. Thank you. And he goes, all right. And there was like, God, Ambrose. Get the God, Ambrose to help you. There's a big. Get the Ottoman, too. Get the Ottoman. There's like a big like antique type lamp on top of it so i grabbed the lamp and i'm like here man hold this and he goes what the fuck am i holding this lamp for and without missing a beat here comes the george and goes boom and just drops him again now he's holding he can't let go of a lamp now he sits down now he's out there again dicks out girls are freaking dying puts the lamp down pulls his pants up my boy dave was just lost it was like epic loving it i um 
I have a story that uh, relates to you blaming the passed out guy for pissing. So a friend of mine told me this story, uh, and this just, I wish this was me. This is so, it made me laugh so hard. So it's a chick that told me this story. A guy friend of hers was dating this uh, chick for a little bit. Just They'd gone out maybe a few weeks, and they'd slept together just a couple of times. And they went out one night and got fucked up, just wasted beyond what he should have been wasted. And they slept together. And in the morning when he woke up, he shit the bed, like everywhere. He had shit everywhere, and he panicked. And But she was still so fucking wasted and drunk that she's passed out. So he gets up from the bed, and he goes and takes the shit, and he wipes it all over her ass. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, wipes it on her ass, goes and showers, cleans up, and leaves. Now, could have just left, but he didn't. He left a note that said... You sick son of a bitch. Like, you fucking... I woke up this morning. Your shit was all over me. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> just, he could have just left and let the girl... The girl would have been like, oh, my God. I shit myself and he's gone. But he had to fucking leave that note that made oh her... So Lord. somewhere out there, there's a girl that thinks... <laughs> There's this one time I shit. I woke up and shit, and a guy was gone. Been going to therapy, therapy for years. years, years over. Just the fact that the fact I was that like, he touched it, he and packed it on her ass. He had to like, pack yeah. his own pack. shit, like it's like make it, like, like push it, like spread the cheek, and all so up. So it looks like projected. Move her beautiful. Oh gosh. Was she, did he ever say what she looked like? Was she hot or? Uh, I didn't even care about that at that point. That she shit herself. She just shit herself. She really did. <laughs> that's terrible. That's so, terrible. Yeah, that's not. I have a buddy who has has currently, and I guess always will. IBS, irritable, oh, irritable bowel, bowel yeah. syndrome. So his ass will blow up easy. You know what I mean? And he he was on a first date with his wife, and they were at a mall, and he had to go to the bathroom. And he's like, uh, "Can you excuse me for that? I just I just need to go to the bathroom." She's like, "Yeah, okay." So he goes into the bathroom, and there's two stalls. And both stalls are being occupied by other people, you know? And he's like, what the fuck? I need to go. So he just sits on a urinal <laughs> and drops a deuce into the urinal. Wait a minute. The stand-up uh, urinal? Somebody, I've somebody, always wondered if yeah, I've wanted, ever, I've wanted to do that. Yeah, he, he did, did do he it. Just out of panic, he had to do it? Not out of panic. Out of the fact that he has IBS and had to go. So and he, the, the people were in the stalls? Two people in the stalls. <laughs> yeah. So he dumps in the urinal, right? Oh, my God. God. Finishes. Is it loose or is it like is it like a thick loaf? Like I just want to know. I honestly <laughs> didn't get into it with him. I was just like, okay. And then he grabbed paper towels, wiped and put the paper towels in the trash barrel, wash his hands. And as he's washing his hands, a guy's about to come out of the stall, and he's my boy is walking out and gets to the door, and a guy is coming in, and he looks at the guy, and he's like, I wouldn't go in there, man. Some dude just dropped a deuce. In <laughs> put it on that guy who had just left the stall. That's funny. Ah, so um, I know I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, you, you, Jay Larson, and I talked about uh, some fucked up summer jobs we've had. Have you had any? Uh, like, what did you do for your summer jobs in Maryland? You a grass cutter? Like, what did you do? I've done everything, man. I've I've been a wedding DJ. I've been a strip club DJ. I've been. You were a wedding worst, DJ. I was a wedding DJ. For- Have you ever seen that wedding DJ video? 
<laughs> one of the greatest things I've ever seen about the guy who's like this over. He comes to the microphone. Oh yeah, and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody get in the conga line when you're done with that. Grab a lime. Like so lame. And then he goes back and he's just doing his <laughs> thing. And there's this like heavy white chick that's just with him. Mm-hmm. And he, to the rhythm of the music, oh, he goes out and yes. slaps her titties yeah. back for like yeah. seven times. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, that's, that's the best. <laughs> greatest and wedding DJ of all time. Even, she doesn't miss, miss a beat. beat. Oh, she just stood there and took it, man. That's, yeah, took it. that's like, like my kind of woman. Yeah. Did you ever have like a DJ sidekick like that? Uh, I never had. I mean, I used to meet a lot. You don't of women slap titties it. when you wedding I mean, DJ. I, mean, I slap titties at any period of the, the day. I'll be at Ralph's and slap titties <laughs> if, if need be, man. If titties Slapping need to be titties all yeah. sex. Yeah. No, I, I think one of the funniest stories I ever have about DJ at a wedding is uh, this lady had this wedding at her house. This real rich lady. It was, it was in McLean, Virginia, which is a real, real like affluent area. And how'd you get the gig? Uh, I used to work for a company. Oh, okay, I did that. They they saved my. I mean, that's why I paid my way through college, man. I did it for seven years. I used to be like a, club so a lot DJ. of wedding DJ money went to cocaine. Well, yeah, but also in my college books and right. the you know I was the in double college major. for I was right. college yeah, yeah. six years, dude. <laughs> you know, what I mean, six seven years of college. So I, they got this wedding in McLean, and it's real laid back. You know, you just have to. I didn't have to wear like my tux or whatever, but it just real chill. And uh, I walk in. This English lady owns a home, and she's like, "Listen." Um, you're set up over here, and here's the bar over here. And she goes, just to let you know, uh, if you're in my house, you're family, even you. She's like, I, you can drink. I want you to party with everybody. Oh, and she no. your dirty laundry. <laughs> what do you need to do? She, set shit on fire. She, she opened up Pandora's box, man, because like that was I never knew how to drink. Uh, I've always been a horrible drinker when I drink, and I just keep going. And then I look at the bar. And I was really into gin, and they had Tangeray 10, mm-hmm. which is like my jam. Like, that is my favorite fucking drink in the world. And so I start pounding them. As the night's going on, I'm getting hammered. Everybody in there's drunk. And um, back then, you're DJing. You're not using iPods, are no, you? No, no, no. It's all, it's all CDs, man. Okay. It was all CDs. I, I eventually switched to, like, a computer and an iPod, but it was just all motherfucking CDs. And so the night's over, and I, I don't even know how the night ends. Because I kind of black out, but what I do remember is is being out front smoking a cigarette. I dropped my speaker and put a hole in her wall <laughs> as I'm packing up. I do remember that, and I was like, "Ah, oh, whoops, man, my bad." Just take that out of my my money, whatever. It's cool, you know. That's going to cost you your whole check. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, what, DJ? So I'm out front, and this English lady's like, listen, she's like, you've had a lot to drink. Just, uh, I've got like seven bedrooms here. You know, the kids are there. My grandma's here, whatever. They're all staying here. So the wedding DJ's over here. She, she's like, you can stay over tonight, and then, you know, we'll all have breakfast in the morning. And I'm out front smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, cool, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> let me finish this I cigarette. I like my eggs over here. Yeah, I'm like, let me finish this cigarette, I'll be right in. And she goes inside, and then I'm sitting out there smoking that cigarette. I'm like, how awkward is that going to be tomorrow morning when I wake up hungover, right. mind you, still wearing my wedding, my like yes. Davis DJ oh, t-shirt. the wedding DJ? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all, around the bre- <laughs> they're all sitting around the breakfast table. <laughs> And I walk downstairs like, hey, guys, yeah, great body. Ooh, bacon? <laughs> hey, Grandma, yeah. Who's ready for one more song? Everybody on the dance floor. She's like, huh? So, so, <laughs> so, and so I just like. the shit out of it breakfast. Did you spend the night? Fuck no! I jumped in the car, <laughs> ran over a bush, and took off. Fucked ran. up their wall and oh, their God, bush. I, I just took off, and then I left. I left half my equipment there too. And you had to come I back and get it breakfast anyway. <laughs> go back the next day. She's like, "Now my bush is ruined." And I'm just like, 
I was like, I got hungry. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to hit that five guys, you know, right in the area. Um, I used to wait tables. I have a good buddy that's coming to town tomorrow who I was like hoping we'd be, have a chance if we could get him in the podcast, but we can't. But um, he and I used to work together waiting tables, and we used to work at this restaurant, and we would drink a lot while we were working there, you know? And uh, we're sitting there one day, and what would happen is when people would rent the the restaurant for private events, they would put a certain, like, they'd be like, okay, we'll get the bar for three grand. You know what I mean? So we knew as employees that when they hit three grand, they would have to either put more money down or whatever. So we would ring in drinks for ourselves and we would drink on the job, you know? So we're working this thing, and well, back then we would just get Cosmopolitans on the rocks and we just yeah. chug them, you know? So I'm sitting there, and my buddy goes, hey, man, when you're ready, you know, we should do some kamikaze shooters. I'm like, bro, I'm already drinking a Cosmo. And he's like, all right, I'm getting two. Co- I'm ordering two kamikazes. Meet me in the bus station. I'm like, all right, go back there. Boom, boom, two kamikazes. And as soon as we finish them, I go, there's two Cosmos on the rocks waiting for us at the bar right now. And he's like, done. We go back. We do like two more kamikazes throughout the night, you know, and then it's like dinner service mixed in with Cosmos. So we've had about six or seven drinks, right? Now it's dinner service, and he's handing out napkins to people with like uh, forks and knives, and I'm just collecting plates around the restaurant. And I see him go around the corner, and he's drinking a margarita. And I go, "Dude, what's going on with that margarita, bro?" He goes, "Ah, it was a, it was a mistake." And I go, you "Sure, you want to mix like that?" He's like, "I'm fine." I'm like, <laughs> "Already salty, just done." <laughs> so he thinks, "What the fuck I'm doing?" <laughs> now earlier in the that night, rocket science. <laughs> yeah, earlier in the night, I'm coming around. With, with like tiger shrimp wrapped in bacon, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this little girl who's like 14, and she's with her mom. And I go, I'm like offering them, and and the girl's like, no thanks. And the mother grabs them. She's like, honey, you should have one. She's like, mom, I'm a vegetarian. You don't know that? And I'm like, oh boy, something's going on here. <laughs> yeah, some deep shit. So later on, <laughs> later on, the girl starts talking to me, and I'm sitting there, and and I know that I see the backstory. Like, Bitch, I know you're a vegetarian. I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a little wasted, so I'm giving advice. You know what I mean? I'm giving advice. <laughs> My boys, you know, eat. turkey bacon. <laughs> <laughs> My boy is on the piano singing Counting Crows in the dining room. Girls are dancing. He's singing, playing Counting Crows. I'm talking to this girl. And this other girl who's working with this, who's not drunk, comes over. She's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me one second. I'm just you know, talking to this chick. And she's I'm like, all right. I'm trying to ruin this girl's life right here. No, I'm just literally <laughs> know, like, yeah. you know. And then she comes back a little bit. She's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right, give me one second. She comes back a third time. I'm like, excuse me. And I go, what's up? She goes, first of all, that girl's dad wants to know what you're doing talking to her daughter when he can smell alcohol in your breath. And second of all, Mark is passed out in the alley <laughs> <laughs> behind the dumpster. And I just, without missing a beat, I'm like, I got to see this. I go out to the alley, and he's laid out like a chalk outline. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I just, I stand over him. I go, what are you doing? And he goes, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? (laughs) I thought he was like, I got this. (laughs) And I'm like, what you can do is stay right here, bro. We got this. He doesn't drive home from work. He gets a ride home. He's so wrecked. Next day, my phone rings at 9 a.m. I pick up the phone. I go, hello. He goes, do we still have our jobs? And I go, I don't know. Why do you think? Because he worked there before me. So when I got there, I'm like, oh, oh this is just how we do it. Right. Yeah, this right. is how we do it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know he was employee of the never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't lose our jobs. <laughs> oh, man. I've had I, – I can't tell you how many jobs I've had. I've worked so many different jobs. I had, uh, I had this one job um, – when I went to, uh, I was in. How community. many different jobs have you had? Oh my god! Can you Tons. even tell us? I I can. I, if I sit down, <laughs> I could write a number, but it's well into the twenties, thirties, forties, somewhere <laughs> there. I that mean, many restaurants, tons dude. of. Pl- I mean, tons of different jobs. You know, yeah. I mean, 
easily, I would say, into the 40s. Now, I'm no Uncle Dan. Like, Jay Moore's Uncle Dan had four pages of fucking jobs, but... Uh, I've done a ton of shit, but one of the jobs that uh, it was a weird. I'm a, I've always been a night person. I got a job delivering the New York Times in uh, Maryland and in, around Annapolis, and I would go to this uh, building in Baltimore where I would load up hundreds of New York Times, and then I would take my Honda Civic and I would just roll it like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning to all these neighborhoods, these affluent fucking neighborhoods in and around Annapolis. All the like you know Naval Academy guys live mm-hmm. there and stuff. And uh, it was really beautiful. Naples is gorgeous. And, uh, you, you know, you'd see the sun coming up. They're out there rowing on the water. There's no traffic. I'm like, this is fucking actually nice. I'm getting paid. And we had this black guy named James that trained me first. And he had a big station wagon. And every time it rained, I would never, I would always remember, he'd always go like this, double bag your papers. <laughs> double bag your papers. It's raining. We ain't giving no free ones out. So, uh, and, and he took me out and trained me to do this one uh, run, like my run. And there was this one house that I was always like, man, look, you have to go way deep down in. So the way it was is like when you walked up, it didn't face you. It was like side door, almost like motel style. Mm-hmm. And the the last one of like eight of them was the guy that got the paper. And it was way down this fucking narrow ass little walkway. And it was black, pitch black, dark as shit. And... I, I would just throw it back there, and the guy would call and complain. He was like, my paper's never at my front door. And I'm like, look, I'm not fucking walking back there. There's a weird corner that goes around the other side. And frankly, I'm a little scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm right? fucking, I'm not getting attacked for your goddamn New York Times paper. So I would, I got real good at hooking them over the car on people. It took me a while to get that left-handed because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Southpaw. But so I would just leave it out there. So one night, the uh, and, and my cousin, quick backstory, is the one who started this job. And his route was so big, he's like, I can't do this by myself. They're like, all right, we'll we'll split it in half. Who do you want to bring on? So he brought me on. So he had known this. He subcontracted out his paper. He did half (laughs) of it. So he had known this route. So I call him up and I tell him about it all the time. I'm like, fuck this shit, man. This thing is so dark. And he checked it out one night. He's like, it is. So we both go tell James, like, this shit's pitch black. He's like, all right, roll with me one night and I'll check it out. So we get to the front of it, and James looked over and goes, fuck that. <laughs> Threw their paper. He didn't even throw it as close as I did, okay? He's like, fuck that. I'm calling them tomorrow and letting them know that ain't happening. So one day, <laughs> I get a fucking flat tire, and I call my cousin on a pay phone. That's the only way you can get a hold of somebody back then. I'm like, look, I might need help finishing the last half. I'm running way behind if these people don't get their fucking paper by sun up, they're assholes. So that day, I get there, and the sun is just coming up, and I figure, you know what? I'll just walk the fucking thing down. The sun's coming up. What's the worst that could happen? And I had a friend of mine with me because we're going to Kings Dominion to ride roller coasters mm-hmm. next day. That right after, yeah, this. all nighter into all a night. roller coaster. That's right. Fest. Sure. So that'll wake you up. I tell him jokingly, I'm like, if I'm not back in a couple minutes, come get me. So I walk down and uh, I start walking and I get past like the third or fourth door and I just started having this really weird fucking <laughs> feeling. I'm like, I should just throw this. And as I'm getting ready to throw it, this dude in a hooded black sweatshirt comes sprinting around the corner. And I mean, it's it's as narrow as this table is, and it's just him and me. And I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> and I decide I don't want to fucking run. If I'm going to die, we're going out like this. So I fucking charge him as hard as <laughs> I can. What? Yep, I fucking charge him. And I'm getting ready. <laughs> I have he no idea. He could have been. Trayvon. He could have been. 
He could have been he could have been running from a dog. I had no idea what he was running from, but I just assumed he was coming to take my life in this narrow corridor the aggressive way he was coming. And I was like, it's not gonna be an easy night for you. It's not gonna happen. And I charged at him and just as I'm about to spring on him, my it's my cousin. He pulls his hood down, he's like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, What the fuck, dude? What are you doing? He's like, Man, I came to cover you and I thought it would be funny since we can be complaining. I was like, dude, you almost fucking died. I almost seriously was coming at you to kill you. He's like, you charged me, bro. I'm like, yeah, I fucking charged you. I wasn't going out like that. You went at him like a Lannister. (laughs) Like, like, I got dragons in the car, man. There was no way I was going out like a bitch. I was not being stabbed to death for the New York fucking times. I was at least going to fight for it. You could have gone. At least you could have left the situation. Like I could a tell bitch. the way he came around a corner. He was faster than I was. His it's looks look <laughs> like go at lightning yeah. coming at me. I was like, what? What's that? Like you have a couple seconds to make a decision. I was like, fuck it. And I just charged. Should have just <laughs> got in the fetal position and cried like John. I don't get I it. First of all. I don't, I don't. I only cried really at the birthday one. I got a little teary eyed after I. I just got emotional. You got emotional. emotional. You, get, you get shot at. You're gonna get emotional too, man. Oh Christ my god! Well, why didn't you? Did you like put your? Do you put your shoulder down to like? Yep, to like Ray get, Lewis? That I was getting ready to fucking put my shoulder right in his center of his chest and then just get on top of him, and just wail his face. That what, was my plan. What would you have said after that? Like, who sent you? Like, <laughs> like, 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 what would you? I'm like, what paper do you work with, <laughs> motherfucker? You the Wall Street Journal. You the Wall Street Journal sent you. <laughs> <laughs> He's I didn't up. have a plan after that My plan was just not to die And I figured my best shot at that Was to go at him Because he didn't look menacing But he looked fast as shit <laughs> That is epic dude Well look man We are about out of time uh, Josh Adam Myers Thank you for being here oh, Josh Adam Myers You're fantastic this, this was such a great honor To be here on the Crab Feast man I listened to it And I love you guys man So Thank I'm just happy we to be chilling with y'all and, uh, and tell the listeners Where they can find you again On Twitter please uh, You can find me at At Josh Adam Myers, uh, and that's M-E-Y-E-R-S. So J-O-S-H-A-D-A-M-M-E-Y-E-R-S. And you can find me on my website, uh, com. It's very simple, man. (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, Jay Larson. Jay Larson Comedy, as always. Feasters, I love you. We love you guys. Ryan Sickler, RyanSickler.com. We'll talk to you all next Tuesday.